This is the Paratext Podcast. My name is Heike Renee-Devitt. I'm a graphic designer and research master student of gender studies from the Netherlands. In this audio space, I want to explore the life and relations that surround textual objects through reading, listening, investigating, and speaking with and alongside writings that I enjoy and am meaningfully confused by. For further conversations, come find me on Instagram at Heike This is episode two of three reading notes on the themes of becoming and relationality, titled Thinking Difference, Doing Different. I wrote it in June 2022 in the context of a tutorial gender studies at the University of Utrecht. Dear listener, I had wanted to close the last reading notes with an analogy I now want to introduce this one with. Following up on, inspired by Donna Haraway, Describing a feminist becoming with and amidst the cross-pollination of knowledges past and present, where we might find ourselves life's passengers slash messengers, with that we are vulnerable to all others, involuntary and involuntary co-presence with one another, producing varying intensities. A concrete example I find myself struggling to find, considering A ripple on the water surface might invoke a drop which caused it, the waves of an ocean in turn invoking the moon which pushes and pulls them. I'd not wanted to allude to an origin of movement. However, upon further pondering I arrived at, but what if we take it one step further and ask where that drop has come from, how that moon was constituted, and we find ourselves in motion once more. So perhaps I can get away with it, this time. Reading on Karen Barat's notion on diffraction and quantum physics reminded me of a passage in Audre Lorde's The Master's Tools Will Never Dismantle the Master's House, from 1979. And reading it to my classmates, they asked for clarification, which reminded me the relation might be less obvious than it seemed to me at first. The passage goes as follows. Difference must not be merely tolerated, but seen as a fund of necessary polarities between which our creativity can spark like a dialectic. Only then does the necessity for interdependency become unthreatening. Within the interdependence of mutual, non-dominant difference lies that security which enables us to descend in the chaos of knowledge and return with true visions of our future along with the concomitant power to affect those changes which can bring that future into being. Black feminists have made efforts to materialize positive notions of difference by aiming to dislodge it from binary and hierarchical relations to sameness, where sameness might as well stand in for whiteness and maleness, and the expectations for all to assimilate to these hegemonic categories, the myth of the universal man. There and Barad's interventions create resonances here from which difference can be rethought. They allow for differing difference, where all otherness, constituted in opposition to a hegemonic humanist ideal, is not conflated again to sameness. Analogous relations across species, including the human, are troubled this way. The specific intervention Barad makes, however, in meeting the universe halfway from 2007, is their specific explication of the way differences are transformed, made to matter, through our already entangled interactions. Our encounters are structured. Within them we push and pull 
invite and avow iteratively and consequently. Baradza Gential Realism acknowledges that our human words, pictures, representations do not envelop the real, but enter into mutually constitutive relationships within our experiences of the real and our representations. In the words of Barad, it is important to note that agential realism quote, rejects the notion of a correspondent relation between words and things and offers in its stead a causal explanation of how discursive practices are related to material phenomena. Crucial to this theoretical framework is a strong commitment to accounting for the material nature of practices and how they come to matter, end quote. What these resonances for rethinking difference with bring me most of all is a commitment to the only known constant that is change itself, and the affirmed sense of responsibility that encounters with knowledges build our worldly perspectives, our senses of being of the world. What counts as knowledge, and who counts as producers of knowledge, therefore remain ever political, ethical questions. Reading Catherine Thiele's Ethos of Diffraction, New Paradigms for a Posthumanist Ethics from 2013 then, I was delighted to see our resonating resonance with the work of Audre Lorde on the topic of difference. As the article's epigraph reads, quote, the very house of difference rather than the security of any one particular difference, end quote. While I'm often pondering ourselves at home, dwelling shared living spaces, queer kinship relations, and constitutions of home, homing, this house of difference sparks wonder in me. Indeed, Tila asks, quote, how to live in a world of differences, a world in and as ongoing differentiation, so that new senses of commonality are envisioned, end quote arguing that one part of our living practice is in fact thinking itself, where theorizing becomes, quote, how we imagine in the deepest sense, end quote. Our theories for thinking difference, then, are part of a process of differentiation, and it is thus always already a political and ethical undertaking. Then, the most prominent intervention that diffraction and quantum theory point me towards is the conception of matter understood both as particle and wave patterns. Diffraction allows us a notion of such wave patterns intersecting like those of two stones dropped close together in a pond. This space of resonance between is not simply a one plus one, but a complex effect of all components involved. However, most wave patterns represent rather a motion of contraction and expansion, like that of a heart monitor. Even the body of water that is the pond could be set to contract and necessarily respond by expanding to redistribute its mass in ripples across the surface, absorbing the stone. Then, imagine a hollow sphere closing in on itself and expanding outwards, or the slightly less abstract image of our own lungs. Any point on this sphere, any cell of our lung, is moving back and forth in this motion of contraction and expansion. In an isolated space entirely void of any other movement, this movement goes perfectly back and forth across one axis. If the sphere or the person with the lungs were not perfectly still, this line necessarily starts to oscillate too. 
Imagine yourself walking, lifting your body a little with every step. What beautiful waves become of our lung cells after images. In, out, up, and down. Then consider the Earth's rotation, rotating on an axis, elliptically around the sun, sometimes nearer, sometimes farther away. The moon's gravitation, providing even more steps to this dance. Our solar system's rotation and avenues, the even larger systems, etc. What I'm implying in a very rudimentary fashion here is the suggestion that we may be somehow contracting and expanding like a breath that cannot be held. We're all wobbling along being of this universe. No wonder any part of it will not hold still. Through all this imagination, constricted in knowledges about heart monitors, mathematical spheres, lung cells, and planetary rotations, I was able to arrive at something entirely not new. Many indigenous knowledges are accustomed to ideas of the vital breath and aliveness of the earth and all matter. In the multi-species salon, Barad later writes, quote, we should slow down our unquenchable quest for the new, end quote, and realize, quote, the responsibilities entailed in producing differential materializations for whom and at what cost, end quote. Then where, again, does our differentiation become unethical? Nevertheless, I'm excited not to return to a past, but to resonate, realign, and reevaluate that which constitutes my thinking, my doing, differently. Thank you for listening to the Paratex podcast. You can reach out to me for questions, feedback, or comments on Instagram at Heike Reneng.